cozy surroundings for the next episode of the Westwood Living Podcast. We are in the domicile of Drew Chase, the man who you know is the owner of Arch Orthodontics. Good morning. Good morning, Tom. How are we doing? Welcome to my kitchen. I got to lower your volume there a little bit. Yeah, this is great. Very chill. We got the fire going over there. The music's playing in the background. This is my kind of setting for a conversation like this. First of all, thank you so much for your support of Westwood Living. It's been great to get to know you because think about it. What was it, February or March? Like, we never really met each other. So the evolving friendship has been a great benefit to me. So I appreciate that. Uh, it's my pleasure. I enjoy it as well. I, I really, uh, it, it's been an interesting community. I haven't had an opportunity to do anything like this in the past um, where we actually get to know the editor of any type of uh, periodical that we're in, involved in. It's kind of like, here, you know, here's the money and here's your ad and see you later. Uh, so it's actually been quite nice to, to be part of the community embedded, uh, in which I, embedded in the community in which I live. And, uh, and it's an exciting that you're here too. Very cool. I appreciate that. What I like to do is learn more about you and the history of how you ended up where you are. I know that there are many arch locations, so we can get there eventually. But how, where did this fire burn in your belly? How did you become ultimately an orthodontist? That's a great question, and I, and, and I laugh about it a lot looking back on it historically. Um, it was never my interest uh, growing up. I, I, have, um, I come from a family of divorced parents. Uh, I grew up in the Bronx with my mother, and my father was up here um, starting an orthodontic career when I was a child. And um, he never promoted the business, never pushed me to get into the business, and I never really had an interest till I got to college. And I had a conversation with one of my uncles who uh, was at the time practicing general dentistry in New York City and had just gotten accepted into the orthodontic program at BU. I'm a freshman in college, and his other nephew, um, who I kind of grew up as my, my brother, but he's my cousin, um, we're living together up at school, and he was a sophomore and always wanted to be a dentist. Uh, my uncle called me up and said, hey, man, what do you, what do you want to do with your life? And I said, um, I don't know, be in business. And uh, he said, oh, that's cool. He goes, everything about orthodontics. I was like, God, no. <laughs> why, would I, why would I want to do that? <laughs> He's like, well, you know, like, look, look, it's a great lifestyle. He's like, you know, you're, you're phenomenal in math. You're phenomenal in sciences. He's like, um, you're incredibly artistic. Um, you're super social. All of those are the buttons for orthodontics. And I said, well, it's interesting. I never gave it any thought. He's like... I'm going to leave you with one thing. It's also a business. And he hung up the phone. Boom. And boom. And I Dropped was like, a little mic on you there. And it, right, exactly. And uh, I sat back in my chair. I remember exactly where I was sitting. I sat back in my chair. And, you know, we didn't have wireless phones back then. I was, I was sitting in my dorm room, and I was on a telephone that might have been a rotary. I think it was a push-button phone. And I hung up the phone, and I said, huh, it, it is a business. And I love art, and I love science, and I love math, and I'm social, and I think I can make this work. <laughs> and I went to the registrations off, uh, registrar's office, and I changed my complete schedule. Wow. Uh, I was on a business path. I was a, a um, communications major, with a bi- and I changed it to a biology and a business minor. And I left college a year early uh, to pursue a career in dentistry. So... I don't mean to fast forward a little bit, but I want to know where was the first Arch Orthodontics and who was the owner of it? So my father um, 
had been practicing up here under his name. There was no Arch until I joined the practice. Arch is actually an acronym uh, for Andrew and Robert Chavez and Chase, and that was uh, who we are uh, as people. I created that acronym, and when I joined the practice, it was um, a decision I made because I really wanted to get back to New York City, and I said, let me f understand the business of orthodontics. I'll stay here for like three or five years, and then I'm going to head back. Uh, I've got deep roots down there. My cousin was was practicing dentistry down there as well. You know, at the time we you know we graduated dental school together, and um, you know, one year became three, became five, became ten, and here I am, twenty five years later. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we grew the practice. We uh, started off with two offices. Stoughton was the first location. Uh, he opened Hyde Park a couple of years after that. So the practice uh, started in 1974. And in 76 or 70, late 75, early 76, he opened Hyde Park. I joined the practice in 98. And um, in 2001, we opened our third location. Uh, and from there, we began to acquire practices from mm -hmm. colleagues of his that were ready to retire, people that were probably about seven or 10 years older than him. Uh, and we gradually grew uh, in the region that we're in uh, here uh, about 13 years ago now, we, we uh, went into Canton and Westwood, and 10 years ago, uh, I'm sorry, 11 years ago, we uh, moved over to the Cape as well. Yeah, that's a big, I'm interested in that, we'll get there, but yeah. to, when did you move to Westwood? How long have you lived here? We've lived in Westwood for a little over seven years now. Oh, okay, so you yeah. had you moved the business to Westwood even before you moved the family to Westwood. Correct, we, we uh, had purchased a practice from a retiring orthodontist we just kind of took over his uh, we, we were going to take over his spaces and his spaces weren't really adequate uh in canton and he said oh by the way i also had an office in westwood that i've been out of for the last seven years but i still rent the space mm. so we rented the space we just took over his lease and that was right down the street across from the fisher school right is that, that right right exactly it was in the professional building on the corner of high rock got it uh and we were there for four years and we finally moved into our location that we're currently in uh next door to camellas yeah your location now is fantastic i love it you it's think about the, the traffic that goes yeah. by and uh, you got the big sign that obviously is right on route 109 it's a magnetic yeah. i think is a good word for it so I, you know, it was really funny. I, um, when I, the day I signed the lease, and I had begged to get in the space for about a year and a half. It had been vacant when the, uh, I think it was called Westwood Deli, uh, used to be there, um, and the landlord wanted to turn it into a gym. wasn't interested in having an orthodontic practice there. Nothing medical. He it was not what he was looking for. But after it being vacant for over a year, he said, "Fine, I'll concede." Uh, and I signed the lease, and my wife and I sat down at Starbucks. It was a beautiful spring afternoon. And um, it was about two o'clock, and we had our coffees. We were sitting out on the on that front porch in Starbucks, and about forty-five middle school kids walked into Starbucks, and it was just insane. I said, "This is a perfect location. It really <laughs> is absolutely perfect location because middle school is the age primarily that we treat. Uh, it's it's shifting now a little bit. There's a lot more adults that are, that are seeking treatment because of the technology that we have that's." Uh, much less visible or completely invisible, but uh, to have that proximity to the schools and the beautiful location that we have, it's just fantastic. So you talked about being a social person. Uh, you're such a unique personality. You can see that in the social media posts. You're not afraid to have fun. It seems like a part of your success is based on the fact that you want to make what you do fun. Is that true? Is that fair? Is that what your goal is, to have some fun with what you do? 
if you ask me what I do, I'm not going to tell you I'm an orthodontist. I tell you I make smiles. I mean, that's the bottom line is I make smiles, both physically and, and, and emotionally. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm building confidence. I, uh, I provide an opportunity to people at, uh, for people to enjoy who they are, what they look like. And that has an impact on their lives in, in the most positive way. Um, you know, you take a, a, a person, a kid, adult, doesn't matter, that doesn't have a good-looking dentition, a nice-looking smile, and they'll have a tendency not to smile. Now, how approachable is somebody who isn't smiling ever? Not as approachable as somebody who is. So that that beauty of having fun while you're making a smile, and, you know, it's the foundation of what a smile is, right? Love it. So how'd you meet Kim? Because the two of you are quite the dynamic duo. <laughs> Uh, I met Kim in New York City at a Halloween party. In fact, uh, it's it's a, a great story. I, I I'll I'll, um, I'll PGify it a little bit, um, but uh, family show. Kim's 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 first words to me were not necessarily the nicest. I uh, um, was was in an apartment, my cousin's a uh, cousin's apartment. Uh, he had kind of like a little ledge, and it was very hot. It was a Halloween party. It was about 75 people in a very small unit, and I was sweating. I took a step outside onto that ledge, and a taxi cab pulled up, and out popped Kim from the taxi cab. And I said, hey, why don't you come up to my party? And she was like, I got my own party to go to. He <laughs> like, yells at me some profanity and walks into the building, and next thing you know, she walks into the apartment. So there I am, and I said, hey, you're at my party. And uh, it was literally, you know, love at first sight. So um, we connected. I was back down in New York a few months later. Uh, and then uh, a couple months after that, invited her up to Boston. And we just have uh, been together ever since. Very cool. Uh, yeah. A magnetic couple, much like your practice, your location. But you now have two beautiful daughters. You live here in Westwood. Talk about your experience in this town and what you like about it. I love this town. So I, I grew up in New York City, as I said. I'm, I'm a city kid. I, I always viewed Boston as a suburb of New York. Uh, even living in Boston for the many years that I did, it still felt very small. And when we were, um, our family was growing, our apartment wasn't growing with us. Uh, we couldn't uh, expand uh, into a bigger space in the city. Uh, we, we knew that we wanted bigger space. We moved to Westwood. It was a town that we had a practice in. It's a wonderful community. It's got great school system. And I said, look, I, I, I need to be in a place that's close to our offices with great schools. And we spent a long time looking for Westwood. Uh, and we found a great, great place. And I missed Boston a little bit uh, when we got here. And when the pandemic hit, I realized how blessed we were mm. to be in a, a place that has a great backyard and a lot of freedom for the girls and, and a lot of uh, the needed isolation at the beginning of the pandemic and um, not that it was uncomfortable before that but I really I, I, I never look back I'm, I'm good not being in the city now it's like I don't I don't have that 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 I don't long for it anymore you're getting old <laughs> no I'm this, not this is the no 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 I, I, click, I clicked we, unsubscribe we are, <laughs> I clicked unsubscribe on the age thing <laughs> it's okay we're like fine wines it mm -hmm. happens to the best of us. So you have seven locations, is that correct? Yes. Okay, so how do you handle managing seven different locations? Um, I have an, an extraordinary team. I, I have a, a really wonderful um, management uh, tier group uh, consisting of uh, several people. Uh, they've been with me. The one that's been with me the longest is just about to celebrate 25 years mm. uh, with the business. And she started when she was in high school, so she's still very young. She's got, you know, the the runway to continue for several more years. And uh, 
it, it's just been um, it's been an interesting ride. It's been an interesting journey. Uh, it, it takes a lot of effort, uh, a lot of commitment, a lot of dedication. We have a wonderful group of doctors that works with us. It's a small group now. We're in the process of expanding a little bit uh, and increasing the opportunity for um, coverage at the practices. We're a little bit went a little bit thin after the pandemic, but we're building that back up and um, looking to serve the community in in, in a great great way. Mm. So a lot changes over the years during your career, and some of that is technological. You know, there's different procedures, there's different ways of doing things, and you have to keep on top of that, so it's a consistent process of learning, I'm sure, every day. When you look ahead, I don't know, pick a time frame, five years, 10 years, what do you see collectively for you, your practice, orthodontics in general, and Westwood? Sure, uh, great questions. Um, what do I see for, for me, a continued uh, personal growth, continued professional growth, continued growth in, in terms of love for the family and what we can do with each other and for each other. Um, I think that the, the heart of any community is the dedication of a family to itself and to, the, to their neighbors. And for me, you know, helping to grow and develop my girls into wonderful, caring individuals is such a such an important thing um, that'll improve society in general, all around. Uh, orthodontic technology is booming. I mean, it's you know, years ago it was like, oh, you know. We, we're the only office with the digital x-ray. Mm. Now, you know, that's the standard. And if you go back a lot in dentistry, you know, back to the 80s and before, they didn't use gloves in dentistry. They mm. didn't sterilize the same way. They wiped instruments with alcohol pads and they didn't do sterilization. Like, it's come a long way. But where we are with computer technology, how we move teeth, there's so much digital application that allows us to perform what we do at a higher level, a better level. Um, the sensitivity of the lasers, the scanners, we don't take impressions anymore. Uh, we use a, a, a photo scanner of the teeth. So you don't have to have that goopy pink material in your mouth for a minute or two minutes or the other, the worst material that's in there for five minutes to get a really good impression of the detail the teeth it's it, it's it's booming um there's a company by the name of brias who has a product called brava it's a lingual system which means it's behind the teeth mm -hmm. uh and it's creating a new category of tooth movement called independent tooth movement which allows the teeth to move more efficiently and more effectively because there's no interdependence from one tooth to the next by a single wire. Each tooth gets its own individual uh, mechanical system, and that system is actually even available for the outside of the teeth. So we're moving teeth at a faster rate, a more effective rate, a more efficient rate, and safer because the teeth are moving with less uh, significant forces to get where they need to go. Um, aligners have been around. Everybody knows the word Invisalign. There's about 30 companies now that provide clear aligners, and some of them, I think, are better than Invisalign. Some of them actually have... Um, newer materials uh, and so uh, just because you're the oldest in the category doesn't mean that you're the best in the category in all aspects um, you know the the treatment planning softwares are changing that help support uh, three-dimensional treatment planning in a different way so we have a lot of a lot of great things on the horizon and 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 early development it's a really exciting time to be in dentistry listen to you you just got really smart doctor on me right there for like the last two minutes <laughs> Uh, like that, if that didn't prove his intelligence and what he knows about his line of work, I don't know what will. You didn't answer, though, what you'd like to see from our town. What do you think about the future of Westwood? 
I think Westwood is is great. I love the development down in Islington. It's creating a community and and a and a, uh, a, a kind of almost like an epicenter uh, of where to go. Uh, I think that we've got the new school that that's coming in is going to be wonderful growth opportunity for the community. I'd love to see a sidewalk on Clapboard Tree Street. So if those people are listening, I really think that's an important thing. You know, it's a it's a major thoroughfare and it brings you to a lot of the schools and. Um, it really is, uh, I think, the best community. We're close enough to two cities. You've got Providence, you've got Boston, uh, and you're in a great community with uh, very smart people, very um, committed people to the development. My wife is on the Westwood Community Chest, uh, which is providing help and, and resources for families that are, have some challenges from a financial perspective. The fact that the community is so embedded in supporting its neighbors is really wonderful. Uh, I think the education system is great. I think that you know we we consistently see great marks in the um, uh, standardized exams. I think we, we uh, continue to grow uh, as a focus of our youth and uh, it's best community. I think it's the best community. Great stuff. <laughs> and you're a big part of it. So I appreciate your support once again. Look forward to uh, taking our friendship further as these months progress. And, and thanks for the time for doing this. And if you can ever think of any other good ideas of other people we should showcase and talk to, please let me know. Absolutely. That is Dr. Sure. Drew Chase. Arch Orthodontics, the expert contributor in orthodontics in Westwood Living. Thanks a lot. Thank you.